All right, thank you very much for joining us here on the Nerds in the Crypt podcast, podcast where we look at your favorite horror franchises. Thank you very much for joining us and continue to come in and, and listen to this podcast. We appreciate all the support you guys give us. And today, well, I want to go ahead and, and uh, thank my co-host, Greg and David, for being here, waking up super early on, on a Saturday morning. No problem. Yep. And special co-host, Becky from I Have a Strange Story. Hi. Thanks for having me. This is not Becky's first episode on the on the podcast. And um, if you guys have not heard that episode, I would recommend you listen to that episode right after this one, because it's uh, very similar. <laughs> 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 I think it's one of our, our, our uh, the most fun episodes that we've had. Oh, that's I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> so many other words to describe that episode. <laughs> Thank you for fun. <laughs> it was definitely fun, even though I did have to to um, cut some pieces out. <laughs> yeah, I completely understand why. <laughs> There's a lot of cutting in that. <laughs> and not only from y'all, from us. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, let's catch up with, with Beck real quick here. How have you been? Oh, I'm, I've been, uh, been doing pretty good. Um, I am the co-host of the I Have a Strange Story podcast that I, that I do with my sister where we retell strange and paranormal uh, experiences. And actually, I just wanted to, you know, let your listeners know, too, if they haven't listened, we actually have an episode with uh, Greg and Saul on episode 27. So make sure to check that out, because that's pretty cool. I've actually had uh, some people say, hey, I just heard you on that a podcast. I'm like, oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, first, sometimes they're like, they'll, they'll tell me, because I just uh, heard your story. I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, like, you should probably lead with that, because I have no idea what you're talking about when you're saying you heard my story. <laughs> that is quite a lot. Like, what, do I have to pay you off now? You know, is there <laughs> is there something serious going exactly. on? Exactly. What story? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, and actually, since then, um, I have met Becky and Lindsay in person. Yeah, it was so, a lot of fun. We went to the uh, the Hoppy Monk. That? Yeah, the Hoppy Monk, and we uh, exchanged buttons and stickers, and uh, met with some other podcasters, and it was a lot of fun. Left Monkeys. a lot of wings and and uh, cheese sticks too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we we all had um we, we what was it called the Texas Podcast Meetup, um, yes, and well Podcast Union is really what it's called, but it's a meetup. Um, and I we I haven't been to one since then actually because I've just been so busy, and I'm hoping right. to get to back to one pretty soon here. And um, well, I don't know how soon because of where everything's going on right now, but we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We're, we're, we're hoping to get back on track here. Yeah, that'd be fun. I don't know if I can make all of them because I live in Colorado, but Lindsay might be able to go, and she's probably more fun than I am. <laughs> both of you, <laughs> both of you are, are fun. Okay, thank you for that. Yes, <laughs> you're both you're both equally as fun. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, I mean, from, from my listening experience of your podcast as well as as just talking with you both, 
Um, I wish I don't get to meet you guys like Saul does, but you know, <laughs> I just still have not met Wilson. That's what uh, that's what I'm waiting for. Oh, <laughs> trash can cat. Yeah, yeah trash, trash can, can cat. cat. He's everybody's favorite uh, co-host whenever he shows up. Like <laughs> I think that's why people probably listen to the show is they just want to hear him either meowing in the background mm-hmm. or you know getting into some kind of shenanigans with Lindsay by biting her yes. or you know messing with her. Usually the first. 30 minutes of our conversation before we start recording is about how awful her cats are. That's, we kind of <laughs> so have the same thing. That. We kind of have the same thing. Yeah. Um, but our trash can cat is David. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he talks like real words. <laughs> so also the star of the show, David. <laughs> David I like, mean, my turtle is now a co-host. She has to be quiet during this episode. <laughs> the next Cronenberg movie is, has turtles in it. Yeah. One thing we want to do in this episode is go ahead and highlight some of the creators who have been unable to get the word out of their projects or, you know, some people who independent uh, creators who have uh, been um, affected by the, the cancellation of some of these of these cons that, that are going on right now or are supposed to be going on right now. And uh, Greg, uh, do you want to go ahead and, and um, take over? Sure, sure. Um, so uh, over the last week or so, um, as, as many of you noticed, a lot of things have been kind of uh, uh, definitely put on hold, uh, canceled, postponed uh, until further notice um, due to the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. And we've, uh, as a small community, small nationwide community of artist creators that, uh, that I know, we've been trying to help each other out by uh, posting, resharing, and uh, and just getting people's work out because even though the conventions and the uh, the shows and events have been postponed or canceled, the bills don't stop. So a lot of these creators rely on um, people to uh, take a look at their stuff and if they like it, to buy it. You know, either at shows or as we have to go and and do more online purchases now uh, to do that. Because, like I said, the bills don't stop, and a lot of these creators uh, rely on on the the generosity and kindness of you to fill your walls with art, or um, or or read their books, or uh, or get their cool products or whatnot that they make. So I've compiled a short little list uh, for you all today, and uh, so I will put this back up um, with links in the uh, in the notes and stuff. Uh, but I've got some fun folks that I will tell you about. Uh, Eli Wolf is a local Seattle artist. Uh, he has uh, his stuff at Eli Wolf Eli. Um, wolfblogspot.com he does uh, mashup art of uh, pop culture and uh, and other things so he's got a little bit of horror elements uh, to some of his stuff and uh, and and fun mashups of, of various pop culture stuff so if you like uh, you know uh, Sonic playing Mario or other things like that mm-hmm. or you know <laughs> like just random things like that uh, you can find that or really cool toxic Crusader stuff uh, he draws that cool stuff um, another creator, uh, is, uh, and a creator that I, I work with and, um, I'm sure Soul will, will be talking about Starlight at some point, but, uh, uh, Brett Waldelli, uh, at brettwaldelli.com. He, uh, he does, uh, fantastic, uh, watercolor artwork. Uh, he's based out of the Portland area and, 
Um, you might know him from things like a, a, a book that he did in the past called Surrogates that was turned into a movie uh, with some some guy that was in some diehard movies. Uh, so he uh, he's he's got a, a wealth of, of of great things in his background. So if you like that kind of um, stuff, you should see the horror art that he's done. He's done some amazing Friday Thirteen pieces, uh, Freddy Krueger pieces, and other stuff like that. Uh, Eddie Hedington, who's been on the show before, uh, is doing an anthology book with uh, people who are taking, uh, uh, I want to say like um, horror, like not horror elements, but like uh, um, cryptid creatures. So all you cryptid fans out there that like cryptid creatures and you like a mashup with your uh, um, uh, public domain characters uh, from the past, and a little mashup of public domain characters interacting with cryptid creatures. Uh, he's got a book coming out for you, and it'll be highlighted on his website, at eddieheddington.com. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's really cool to watch this thing come together. The first book that he put together was really neat and interesting, and uh, I, I begged and pleaded to please be in the second one because I really had a cool... Um, Bigfoot story to tell, <laughs> but uh, that's that's in the future. But you should go check out his other stuff. Um, he's also been on the show promoting Dunwich Boys, uh, which if you haven't read, is a really cool uh, kids fighting Cthulhu monsters. And uh, he was part of the Cthulhu is hard to spell anthology, which uh, if you go to Wannabe Press, that's my the next one. Is uh, they're doing a uh, another Kickstarter for the Cthulhu is hard to spell uh, two or terrible twos uh, Kickstarter. And that one, if you like, if you like Cthulhu, um, like we do on the show here, uh, Russell Nutley has put together another cast of amazing creators together to put out another really cool book. So check that out and support those creators. Uh, moving down the list. Um, I don't know if, if y'all like, uh, your 80s movies like a lot of us do um, that grew up in the 80s, but uh, Jim Ferguson at Jim Ferguson Making Scenes uh, based out of the uh, southwest, or uh, I guess the southeast of, uh, of the country. He does fantastic stuff. I met him at a Goonies meetup. And uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, and he's got he's got great books of fantastic art that you can just like look through if you wanted to have a really cool book of cool art. Uh, he basically takes a scene from a movie, puts it on pause, and then paints it in his own style. Um, I actually have like several pieces in my house because I've totally fallen in love with his art style, which is just like that cool um, painted watercolor sketch. D, you know, it's just it's it's not it's it's hard to explain. You just have to look at it, and once you see it, it's either your thing or it's not. But if it is your thing, you just need to go buy it because it's it's amazing. And he used to like be a NASA dude. So, I mean, he's he's way out there. Um, uh, next up, uh, Rich Werner uh, he, at RichWerner.com. If you like uh, Plants vs. Zombies, this is the guy for you. Uh, he is uh, one of the one of the artists for the video game itself. Um, his his. Uh, He's it's kind of weird because like he literally lives um, like in a town over from me uh, and uh, it's kind of cool to see him at shows. But it was really one of those things where we had talked a lot about as the shows were canceling uh, online or we we're talking about how can shows are canceling that, you know, it's going to be really tough. And, you know, uh, for a lot of the community out there and this is one of the things I'm like, you know, people just need to be redirected to people like him because 
he led the charge in like being, Hey, you know, we need to do, we need to pull out of the stuff uh, in certain ways because it's just not, it's, it's not just the people that, go to the shows that could get sick, but it's also the people that they take care of. And in my situation, in case like that, that's a, it's, it's, a, it's really nice to hear somebody say that because I have an 88 year grandma at home and that's who we need to take care of is the, you know, those folks that don't have the, you know, we're, a lot of us are young enough to bounce back from a lot of the sickness, but he's pointing out a lot of things that a lot of folks overlook. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, garbage pill art who likes garbage pill kids. I do. Raising, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> My uh, my buddy Chad Shears, uh, he's a garbage pail kid artist, and uh, he is at toy gold uh, toy You can uh, get his get his stuff. Um, he sells a lot of his like uh, sketch cards and stuff like that that may or may not uh, if uh, they don't accept them from tops. But if you like garbage pail kids and other things, uh, or he'll he'll do up really cool prints and stuff. Last year, I bought a bunch of. Uh, uh, Christmas ornaments for the so we have Garageville Christmas tree. Oh, nice! <laughs> so so he like painted uh, Christmas balls. <laughs> so I bought his balls. Um, put them on my tree. Uh, yeah. So and then um, uh, last two, uh, Travis Bundy uh, at Thoughtbox Comics. Uh, if you like movie posters that are just askew from the norm of uh, you know like. If they made a Mega Man movie, who would they cast? Well, he's thought of that for you. Uh, so you should go check out his website because he's 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 put a bunch of uh, a bunch of current actors and actresses into these movie posters for for various video games uh, like Castlevania, and then he's also got a whole run of other things that he's done for our local uh, Friday Night Frights. Uh, movie promotions uh, where they show a lot of uh, classic monster movies and horror movies and stuff like that and done the uh, redone versions of the uh, the movie posters for that and he's just a really cool dude um, and last up uh, Jen Ayub who we've had uh, I think we, we dropped an interview about her book that's coming out Forever Home a cool ghost story for kids uh, it is uh, she's got a lot of great art on her on her uh, jenayub.com and she does commissions so if you really wanted something cool and spooky as you see in the, uh, the Friday 13th uh, Jason Voorhees piece that she had done up and we put on the Facebook page last Friday the 13th. Um, that's that's where you can get something like that or the aforementioned art that may be coming out soon. Uh, t-shirts. <laughs> but, uh, t-shirts, yes. <laughs> uh, as, she, as we worked with her uh, to get some a new, a new redesign for folks. Um, and then also her book that we talked about on uh, the interview is now open for pre-order. So you can go pre-order that and, uh, and get that from one of your local retailers or online um, stores for that, for all, uh, for that is my, that is the end of my artist creator spotlight for the time. Nice. nice. I do want to add one, one more, at least one more here. Um, We had talked earlier. uh, Well, actually late last, last year with Will Vega who um, oh, yeah. who did Monsters issue zero? I guess the the issue that started off the series for of Monsters, and um, it 
pretty much it's going to be issue one now. It's going to further expand the universe uh, consisting of gothic uh, literature characters such as Dracula, Frankenstein, and the Invisible Man uh, during the Victorian era. Era, area, <laughs> Victorian <laughs> era. Um, the miniseries explores the reimagined origins and how they are all connected together. And it's a really fun issue. At, uh, the, the one that we read was the issue zero. It was really fun. It was. It seems like a very interesting series. Um, we. I was going to try to get them on, on the podcast um, about like two weeks ago. And then it just never, never materialized um, my, on my end. I, I ended up getting really busy in, in the morning and I couldn't, and couldn't get back to, to my computer to record. Um, but since I haven't been able to get them on here, I wanted to make sure to, to um, give them a shout out. Yeah. Um, yeah shout them out. Also, um, I don't know if you guys remember Eric Hawkins. Um, he did the, um, the zombie full world of, of Oz. Oh yeah, um, he's getting ready to launch the issue two um, of that of that series, and I'll make sure to, to include the links in the in the notes here for for the podcast. Excellent. All right, guys. Um, so when we were trying to choose this movie, we're going to switch over to the movie now, um, and we're going to try to be non spoilery real quick here, and then we'll jump to spoil spoilers uh, towards the end. When we're trying to choose this movie, I'm like, what should we choose? Um, a lot of movies that were very, uh, I guess, topical came up. Um, a lot, <laughs> a lot of movies, and I was kind of like, "Well, do we really want to be that on on the nose with with this movie uh, we're going to be doing this week?" Um, and so I decided to do Rabid, uh, nineteen seventy seven, directed by directed and written by by David Cronenberg, um, and I kind of feel it was more on the nose than the other episode. <laughs> the other <laughs> movies uh, that it was were... ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> um and, and we'll talk about that what's going on so it's actually uh not on purpose but um b- by accident um so i want to ask you all uh what did you all think of of rabbit and we'll, we'll start with with becky um so <clears throat> what i thought of rabbit I'll be honest with you. I wanted to not like the movie. (laughs) First of all, I mean, I am not into like old movies and I'm sorry. Um, But I was kind of, um, I I liked it. I I, I did like it. Um, There wasn't ever a way, ever a time where I just was like, I'm ready to turn this off. This is boring or whatever, because it, even though it was an old movie, it was still captivating and I think it was good that you chose this movie or that y'all chose this movie because it is kind of pointed for the times in many ways. <laughs> yeah, very, um, like, it, like I said, it was, it was super on the nose for yeah. what's going on right now. And I was trying not to, not to be so, so like on the nose with it, but it, it ended up being even more than the other ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> it yeah. mirrored so much. So much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I ended up, you know, liking it. There was a lot of things that I just, for me personally, I had to just let go of my expectations. Um, but it was done in a way that I feel like I, I enjoyed the movie and I liked it, which surprised me, <laughs> to be honest. And like I said, it, it is uh, from 1977. Uh, yeah. This is one of David Cronenberg's early movies. Um, I believe it's uh, it's the fourth movie that he did uh, and maybe only the second one that w- I, I haven't seen the f- the first four that he did. Uh, I believe it's only the second one that he did. That was really, 
really um, body horror. Um, and this one, mm-hmm. not as much body horror as his other movies. Definitely, like, it was one of those things, like, when I started watching it, I, I I threw it on in the background so I could, you know, focus on other stuff. I know that sounds really bad. My focus was was with the movie, but I knew, I knew it was going to be a slow burn, if that makes sense. Uh, just, like, I, I had a feeling. I, I just had a feeling uh, knowing uh knowing when it was made and uh and just how how it was gonna how it was gonna progress so i just kind of like okay i'll just i'll 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 throw it on in the background but i kept finding myself uh like becky said like just yeah pull back pull back pull back and then and then as things started to progress i was like oh man this is just hitting all the all the notes of all the things that are happening so it's like but uh i in that sense I, i i liked it there was some parts where I was like, I, I don't understand what's happening or why it's happening, but I'm just going to go with it. I'm just going to go for the ride. It's going to have a payoff at some point. Something's going to happen. So I mean, it's going to either make sense or it's not going to make sense. And I'm just going to have a lot of questions. And I, and, and yeah, I had a question or two still, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> David. Okay. So I really enjoyed the, the most of the movie. And then I fell asleep with half an hour left. But for context, <laughs> I'm living in Washington right now, and I work at a kitchen and at a school, both of which have been pretty crazy for the past 72 hours. And then I put on this movie. Uh, <laughs> and it got pretty crazy. And then I woke up to Saul saying, David, it's time to get up. And I got up for the show. N- not that I was literally <laughs> over him waking him up. <laughs> Standing there. Anyway, back to the movie. Uh, really good. Pretty crazy how she started breaking people's backs. Did not expect that to happen. I kind of questioned the science, even though I was an English major, but I figured most of the time they're probably spot on with that. So, yeah, so this movie, I had not seen this movie. And the only reason why I, I chose this movie is because it was on Amazon Prime. I, I, we, I wanted to do uh, a movie out of out of Spain, um, which looked really really interesting, um, but um, it was not it was not uh, what's it called free on on Prime, I guess. So we're like, mm-hmm. oh, let's go with something free on Prime today. Um, so so we did go with, with Rabbit. I, I'm actually glad I did do do this one. I had like I said before, I had not seen it. Um, I really like David Cronenberg's movies. Uh, and if you all don't, don't have, if you haven't really seen a lot of Cronenberg movies, the most most likely the one you've seen would probably be something like um, The Fly. Uh, he also did The Dead Zone, uh, which is based on Stephen King's book. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, there's just a, a, a lot of uh, movies that you might not know that he did that um, that you've watched. But you know, it is very different from movies nowadays. Um, it, it is like Greg said, a, a slow burn, but I kind of like that, that feel. Um, I don't know why I've always, I've liked both, both ways, you know, the way how we now see it and with, with versus the way um, it was, it was done back in the day. Um, it feels like it's supposed to be like lure you into a, a sense of like, Oh, this is nice and calm. And before it all goes, goes, goes to shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, one thing that I didn't, um, particularly, particularly like was the accident itself. It looked very <laughs> over the top. <laughs> um, it's like, 
Uh, and we'll, we'll go. We'll start getting to spoilers now because there's no way um, to to get around spoilers. Uh, it's 1977, guys. Um, so these like 40 year old spoilers. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, it's it's spoiled spoilers. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, but I can't believe you're going to be ruining this movie for people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, too, I mean, I mean, we hadn't watched it, so I mean, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So well, to be honest, when you said we were watching a movie called Rabid, I thought it was going to be about animals. And so I wasn't going to let my turtle watch it. And then it wasn't about animals spreading a disease. So, Well, there is a 2019 <laughs> remake of this movie. And uh, I have not watched that one either, but I do want to watch that one next. And it's a, it's a little, it's been updated. Let's say you know, what, what, how this movie starts, but this one starts with animals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think it's with animals, um, but anyways, um, there's a crash at the beginning of the movie. Kind of, kind of set this this movie in motion. You know, is um, there's a family who is, I guess, on a family vacation or something, and they decide that they're going to. Um, they need to turn around with the dad being really upset because his wife is right. So he has to really t- turn around, and he's really upset about <laughs> oh, it. Thought <boy. laughs> um, you guys right. <laughs> But then, but then, you know, he tries to turn the, tr- the the van around in the most awful way in the middle of the road, and it turns off on them. And the motorcycle like a hundred point turn, dude. It <laughs> yeah, was like, it was never to turn around. This is like uh, Austin Powers in in the uh, in the forest. <laughs> oh, <left. yeah. laughs> and um, while he's doing this, here comes a motorcycle, not even looking like it's going to slow down. Um, which I. I this guy blames himself for the for the accident, and I'm like, yes, yes, this is totally it your was, fault. Yeah, he was just booking it, man. I was like, they jumped on that motorcycle and took off, and he was like, yeah. And then he then he decides instead of trying to slow down, he just like goes off to the side, and somehow he ramps over the car, yeah. and and blow, and then it crashes, and then it just blows up. Um, <laughs> this is what well, was, that's what happens. <laughs> the the motorcycle falls over, steadies there for yeah. a couple of minutes, and then blows up. <laughs> yeah. It was very over the top. Mm-hmm. Very seventies. Uh, yeah. But also it happened in slow motion. Like it all happened so slowly. There's it could have okay. been stopped at any point. It, okay. So here's the question though. Is like she's on the back of the bike, right? He's right Hart is riding the bike. And Rose <laughs> is on the back of the bike. If he's holding on to the bike, wouldn't he be the one under the bike when it catches on fire? I don't know. It it didn't make sense. <laughs> How does she? How did? How, I, I, I'm. I don't know physics much, but I think it's physically impossible that the the back rider would not get thrown underneath. off. Well, yeah, you think she would go flying away? <laughs> flying away, you know. He's a magician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, like I said, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh god, what's going on here? Um, and I'm like, I hope this is not where the film is gonna go. With the rest of the movie. <laughs> And just like, um, I guess, out of convenience, this happened right outside a um, a hospital for people who like to go have multiple, multiple plastic surgery. Uh, and not plastic surgery for, to fix things mostly. It's mostly vanity um, plastic surgery because we hear doctors talking about um, making this into a franchise. Yeah. I've, when, when I first saw the people all bandaged up, I'm like, what the heck is going on here? Why are these people all bandaged up? 
and they're they're walking it's around like they're at a, yeah exactly they're walking around like it's a resort yeah yeah well and it's i don't know if you were going to get to this but it is kind of funny the way that the the crash was visually like identified by a patient just like casually looking out into the distance with some binoculars <laughs> <laughs> just like it's what they do there yeah they have nothing better to do except for stand on the roof and like look into a field well that's what i'm saying wait for a crash these are the these are like rich people who just like do vanity plastic surgery just because they 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 can and it's mm-hmm. not because they're in a horrible crash crash like just happened right outside the the, the doors um <laughs> But you know, it, it it does set the the the, I guess the everything in motion, uh, because now they're in the middle of nowhere, except for this little uh, little what's it called um, hospital, whatever. It's not even a hospital; it's, it's like a clinic. Um, and before the, before all this happened, we do hear the doctors talking about this new type of uh, skin graft that they have been working on, and I believe it says like it's it's um, part plastic, part um, you know science i don't know i don't explain it um that it's supposed to like really grow and and really help the recovery of uh any any wounds and and even um particular uh, maybe even help with with organ transplants in the future mm-hmm. and they just haven't been able to test it out very well um and of course with the crash crash happening outside they decide you know maybe we can help save this life um but Shady, shady stuff is going on because they decide not to call the ambulance or they decide not to call anybody or take her to any actual hospital. They decide to do the operation <laughs> right there in their own place and keep her in the facility, in the facility. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was like there's absolutely no other choice. We must do this here. For some reason, also a plastic surgery clinic has an ambulance. <laughs> For all for all of the emergency plastic surgery needs that you you know somebody must go be picked up for this. I mean, well, how lucky are these people to be crashed into this field where there is an ambulance, the only one for lucky. at least three hours away from what I can understand. So they're yeah. way out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, that's the thing is that I, I believe I think that that would. People, you can get away with something like that back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Now, nowadays, I feel like like the audience is more like like they'll, they'll call BS on something like that. Where like, oh, how convenient that that happened, um, especially with people like us who are just destroying the movie for 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 that little piece there at least. Um, but you know, do y'all know who the uh, the actors are, or at least the actress? Uh, she was a, a a porn star, right? Yes, she was as Marilyn Chambers. Um, she was a famous uh, adult film star of the day, and um, what is it? I was gonna say she at the moment when they were when they were starting to make this movie, they were trying to get a name a name for the movie. But they couldn't afford a big name for the movie, and then they heard that that Merlin Chambers was trying to break into actual film uh, instead of uh, the the films that she was making, and um, they reached out. They, she was able to to come on, and from what Carnaberg says in, in interviews and all that, he was actually surprised that she was actually doing so well for for never actually being um, in a I won't say the other films aren't artistic, but uh, but in a professional setting, I guess. I guess I can't even say that, right? I don't know how to say yeah. it. 
in a in in a theatrical. There you go. Uh, well, I mean, uh, in a in a non in a non uh, adult film. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to say it without trying to tra- trying to to uh, um, degrade another another form of art. I guess. Well, but but at the same time, <laughs> you had to you had to remember like a lot of the films that she was in uh, were at the time frame in. <laughs> Cinematography and uh, American film watching was very different. Uh, the whole entire Times Square was set up where you could actually go down and there was like adult film theaters and stuff like that mm-hmm. were were regularly frequented and and people just like it was just a it was a thing and it was a giant industry and a lot of the films actually like one or two of the films that she had done in the past were probably put out on the regular in the regular cinema um, even though they were. Uh, they might have hit that that triple X rating and stuff like that. So she, the it was not going to say accepted, but people were definitely pushing the boundaries, uh, getting those ratings and stuff like that. Exploitation, sexploitation movies and stuff were very very high in demand at the time, and a lot of drive-in movies were showing things uh, later at night um, for for their audiences that that wanted to view such things. So um, uh, we had a different landscape in film at the time so to 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 say anything like that she wasn't able to do this or they there was a, a idea that she couldn't um she was probably she was she was making films that were like blowing other movies out of the water like mm-hmm. you know so <laughs> at the same time uh so it's kind of it's it is interesting to see that like this and it, i i will say yeah i was surprised that her her lines um what her performance was really good. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and and to to I guess close the circle with what David was saying. He goes he, he was watching it and and he, there was music playing and it like it was felt very much like a porno. Huh. Like, well, there's a reason probably why. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, I, I feel like I mean that's the way the seventy seventies um, movies I feel like um, sound like they, they that's what they that's how they were back in the day. Um, Side note: That song that was playing mm-hmm. was one of, was a song that she had recorded because she was also a musical artist as well. Mm, I didn't know that. What one. triple yeah. threat? Triple threat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they saved their they save her life with this uh, this sort of um, skin graft. Uh, what's it called? Um, that they're just guess using her as a guinea pig, and it we see that she has very bad side effects later on, and. Um, she ends up growing this. Uh, what what did Becky say? A, a penis out of her uh, out of her armpit. Yes. <laughs> penis pen, penis from the armpit. This is why you called me in. Yes. This is why I'm a guest on your show. Very similar. <laughs> um, very similar to Keith, I guess. How do we even talk about this? Um, <laughs> call Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I got this covered. <laughs> right, I, I I got it from here, guys. You guys can take a rest. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Sit oh. back. Let me explain this. <laughs> and well, I mean this this thing that comes out of her armpit. Um, it's a uh, it's like a fang, I guess. It's, it turns him pretty much like a vampire. Kind of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like a well, mis- like a mosquito ki- kind of appendage that also somehow yeah has a tooth on it or something. I don't yes. know what that was. <laughs> I. <laughs> that's where that's where I was like, I'm just gonna go with it. Yeah. <laughs> How did it grow? I don't even know. It just, well, it just did. 
Fortunately for her, it's because the doctor is the Colonel Sanders of skin grafting. <laughs> oh, snap. Way to bring it back. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she starts attacking attacking the... Uh, I forgot what this guy is in, in the movie. The, um, is uh, I don't know. He's he's kind of... He, he was the guy that saw the accident initially. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a boxing shirt. He's running around doing exercises and stuff like that. But you don't really ever know what he is. They just label him as a as a as his guy he looks like bella lugosi with a skin <laughs> with a facelift um i think that he's a patient was yeah, he yeah. like was he the guy that like he had the he was the guy jogging that said jogging the t-shirt said jogging kills yeah that was that guy yeah. Yeah. couldn't really tell because his face was all bandaged whenever he was jogging. Oh, is that who, is that who it is? Yeah, yeah yeah okay i i, I couldn't re- i didn't realize that i didn't make that connection i'm like I didn't see the face, so I wasn't really paying attention, I guess. Um, but what the, the way that it starts, I feel like um, it leads to the whole thing where it, it starts off with the, the premise that men are, are idiots. And um, <laughs> any any woman, no matter how weird she's acting or how whatever, you know, is going on. Um, and it, it happens more than once. Um, like they fall for the spell of the woman right away. And then, of course, that leads to their demise. Because as soon as she starts to act, she starts saying she's really cold, which I believe is is a, is that a symptom of rabies? Oh gosh, I should have. Yeah. I knew I should have looked. It's also dehydration. So it's so. Oh, she, and she thirsty. says she's really thirsty. Mm. So so mm-hmm. feeling cold and and uh, dehydration is one of the symptoms of of having rabies. Uh, is that is that what you said, David? Yes. And I don't know if this is a double entendre in the 70s, but she was thirsty in that scene. (laughs) (laughs) David. (laughs) But um, as soon as as she convinces him to to hug her, I guess, uh, he pretty much starts screaming and you see blood coming out from under his armpit. He's like, did you stab me? (laughs) Oh, well, you're kissing me, so it's fine. Of course, with her, with her armpit penis. <laughs> uh, that was the beginning of 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 what is going on here because there was no, there was nothing to lead up to this scene to indicate that she had an extra appendage. Like I, yeah, I just I remember watching it and being like, "Why is he bleeding? Like, did she bite him? Did she scratch him?" Because there was uh, nothing that was like, and you know, this is why this happened. It was, it just happened. And I feel like movies nowadays would be would show you something moving around in the armpit before they got to that scene. So, what do you guys think? Is it better just to let it happen, or would you rather have seen some something going on with her armpit first? Well, I was only slightly thrown off because at first, when I when the scene happened, I thought she gained like super strength and literally just like like squeezed his back and he just like crushed him or something. Like, did you just see him bleeding from the sides? And he's also confused. <laughs> Later on, he, just, he doesn't remember what happened. He just was like, yeah. what the heck? Mm-hmm. So she flashed him I mean, with the, the men in black neuralizer. Well, that's a, that, that's a, that's a, um, that's a symptom of rabies is confusion and, uh, and uh, strange thoughts. Hallucinations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was, you know, unsettling, I think, at first, because you don't know what's going on. But you know, you're going to get there. So it's not like this question has to be answered. But it is it was difficult 
like, I think that you're kind of like that person that like, am I supposed to know what's going on? I'm so, you know, totally lost. And you feel like you're just going to be missing something out in the movie. Um, I did rewind it so, just to make sure. <laughs> did you? Yeah, there was parts that I did rewind just to be like, oh, oh man, happened? I just missed the whole movie. They explained everything <laughs> clearly and I didn't see it. That was my fault, but actually it was, uh, it was, it was all part fault. of the plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so pretty much this, this is what starts what's happening each time she meets somebody. She'll she'll do this move on them, and then um, she becomes very sultry at the time that she gets gets hungry. And she's pretty hungry, or as David said, thirsty. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it is a thirst. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, she eventually is able to get out of here, but not before she um, calls Hart. What's his name? Hart. Yeah, Hart. Uh, that's his last name, but people call him by his last name for some reason. No, no, Hart Reed. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, my bad. Yeah. My bad. Which, which is crazy. Was- so, so I'm like, I'm looking at this actor and I'm like, this guy looks super familiar. How do I like, you know, and it's, he has an extensive, Frank Moore is the mm-hmm. actor and he's got an extensive amount of work. Like, um, just, just blew my mind how much stuff that he's been in. And uh, I, I, I used to watch the TV show, the killjoys and he was, he was a actor in that. And I was like, Oh my gosh. But, uh, um, just a ton of stuff from, from the past. So if you're, if you're, if you're looking at some of the actors in this and actresses and you're like, who, how do I know this person? You've probably seen them in, in like tons of things. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. She calls heart. <laughs> real. Um, and he kind of, is is worried about what what's going on because she says that she's in trouble, and uh, he calls the. I'm guessing he's like a doctor, or uh, I'm not sure what he is. I'm I'm not sure what some of the people do in this movie. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, um, and maybe it's more because I I wasn't paying attention at the time when they talked about what they're what they're doing, but I know what they do in the movie, but not that their actual mm-hmm. profession. I guess what to say. Um, so he he calls his his friend that was that was. Um, there at the hospital tell, pretty much i don't even know if it's his friend maybe he just met him there but some someone that that uh, tells him you know it's fine leave, leave her here she's in a coma there's nothing much you can do about it leave her here for and it's a month already afterwards and he continues to worry about her because he blames himself and yes you should blame yourself because that was a horrible horrible <laughs> <laughs> uh dodge of that van um yeah <laughs> uh, but she eventually escapes and uh did she start eating that cow? Yeah. I, I think so. She did start eating the cow because after I watched the movie, I did a lot of research. Uh. <laughs> this, is, this is the only way I know it did mention that she did start eating the cow. Because I was like, she starts petting the cow. And then the I'm guessing the farmer comes in. And he's like, what are you doing? And she turns around. She has blood in her mouth, which is weird because she doesn't get the blood from her mouth. She gets it from her armpit penis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So does she just start licking the cow for some reason? And here's the the, the next one. As I say that men are idiots uh, trope here in this movie. Uh, the, The farmer sees that she has blood in her mouth. For some reason she's, she's hanging around that cow and then she starts making the moves on him and he's like oh okay and uh of course she's he's the second victim of of um, rose 
which we, by the way, is the name of the character. We haven't even said the name of the character. Um, and um, we see that they don't die. They survive, uh, but they turn into these uh, rabid, crazy zombies. So it's a vampire type creature who creates zombies. With rabies. With rabies, yes. Um, and it's a very pale zombie-like creature that likes to eat meat. Um, it needs to eat. I'm hungry. I need to eat. It's kind of <laughs> like a Santa Clarita diet where she's eating the, 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 the ground oh, beef. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, funny part of the movie is where the, the guy's getting pissed that his guy's eating his burger. He's like, I don't punch anybody with glasses. He takes <laughs> off his glasses and punches him in the face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you see he's missing an eye. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You never saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so, does she know what's going? I feel she's confused. Like I feel like at some point she does not know what's going on. What when she gets into this frenzy, frenzy, and then at other points I feel like she does know because she starts to like smirk and smile. Um, so I'm not sure if she's supposed to know or she's like just oblivious of what's going on while she's going through the, through these kills. It's I I've. I thought about that too. I, um, you know, before she got into an accident, she never said one word like that whole scene where she's <laughs> on the motorcycle. There's, you don't know anything of her personality before. And then afterwards she just wakes up and is this weird person, but you're right. She does seem detached from some of these things happening, mm-hmm. but they, but of course, again, that is never like explained. It's never like she doesn't ever say, I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused. It, mm-hmm. These things just happen. Yeah. And this is where I told the guys, I go, uh, I feel like this movie reminds me of another movie, which a little bit of tease, but it also kind of uh, reminds me of uh, Dreamcatcher, where it's we have this person who's hosting wow. this, this um, something inside of them and yeah. is, is on the run. And while they're on the run, they're, they're, um, they're killing people left and right. And, and, um, the case the case of, of Dreamcatcher, it's an alien um, that's trying mm-hmm. to invade Earth. And in this case, it's it's um, it's not really. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could say it's a creature that's inside of her, or if it's something that just grew inside of her that just unfortunately um, turned her into this this monster. Uh, it's been inside her all along. Or, or maybe you never know. We didn't get an explanation. Maybe she did have something just to to with this already to begin with, and then this skin graft kind of helped it mutate into what it is. Um, which I guess I, at first I didn't mind not knowing, but now I kind of want to know. Um, <laughs> so many, so many holes, <laughs> so many. And, and then, but then you think too, does it really matter? Like she's got a penis growing out of her armpit. Do we really, <laughs> we're like, do we really need to know how it got there? We're like, we're, just, we're accepting this, but we're, this is where there. we draw the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But also the 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 victims that she, you know, um, turns into these zombies have absolutely no other symptoms that she has. They don't grow a penis in their armpit. Nope. You know, they just get really hungry for meat and then they foam at the mouth. And they have like the classic Hollywood style rabies mm-hmm. look <sighs> type of infection. The foaming of the mouth and the the aggressive behavior and stuff like that. 
the one girl that she kills in this movie that she ultimately kills, um, she kind of gets in the hot tub with her. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the girl kind of starts freaking out. But before she can do it, she just, like, runs up to her and just grabs her and just cracks her back. And that's it. <laughs> I was yeah, like, they're... oh, crap. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's completely confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About that. <laughs> with many questions. But I guess, like, did she get did she get penis stung? Or did she just get crushed to death? Like, do y'all know? I, I do I not know. know. I don't, they never say anything. I don't, I don't. I don't even think we see her turn into a zombie. So I don't know. And she no, gets she... put into a freezer, right? Yeah, <laughs> You're, they're yeah. like uh, another woman. Oh no, crack her neck. I can't, <laughs> yeah. can't kill you. Well, and it's my my thing is like if if this is really rabies, I've seen Rin Tin Tin. She'd be afraid of the water. The water. Yeah, well, so she doesn't right. have rabies. She she's more vampiric and wants blood. It's the people she stings with her penis armpit that turn into the rabies zombies. I, I said Rin Tin Tin. I meant Old Yeller. <laughs> <laughs> I just went with that. It was like, I have not seen Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> um, which, I mean, I guess you can say it kind of ends like Old Yeller at the end. But we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, um, any, oh, you know what? Another notable death happens here. Um, is where that car just drives up and then it gets attacked by the jackhammer. Uh-huh. Uh, I got confused there. Yeah. What, 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 what happened there? I got, I was confused. It's it just, it's just like, uh, uh, they've got the, they've got the disease. Get out of here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like, and from that point on, it's like, okay, these two people who have been in this movie, like now they're gone and what's going on. They just needed to kill yeah. them off. It's like boom, gone, done. Yeah, and yeah, they just drove off. But yeah, that's an interesting way to like attack a car, though. Jackhammer the car. The thing is that that person could have easily got away because uh, yeah, yeah. when jackhammers are slow. Well, the jackhammer went through the car, <laughs> and he—you can tell like he's trying to work the jackhammer through there, and then yeah, it yeah. goes inside, and you can see the jackhammer barely coming through the door, and, and the guy just sits there and like, what's going on? <laughs> Well, and it's a station wagon. I mean, it's it's a big vehicle. Yeah. I, I remember big station wagons back in the day. There's a lot of room in there. That's a that's a land yacht. You know, he could swam through that bad boy and like got to the back and they, like opened up the back hatch and just dove out and dipped. But no, he decided to stick her out. So this is where I, I start to think that it's it's more topical with what's going on today because now the now people are starting to figure out what's going on that that it's it's a new new strain of rabies and they don't know how it's um spreading but it's that it's spreading pretty quickly and mm-hmm. um people are starting to to panic on on what's going on um to the point where you just have like a police officer with an ak um i don't even see what kind of gun he is but he, he freaking like a, like a tommy gun or something like yeah. That. Like, yeah he, <laughs> he sees a, a, a zombie creature guy walking around the mall and he he decides to mow him down with the with the with, with that gun, and then he ends up like killing Santa and the elves in the middle of the yeah. mall. And I don't know if the kid got away or not. That was on Santa's <laughs> lap, but that'd have been horrific. If oh, that, like if it was a child murdered on Santa's lap or ran- random Santa death. Well, and 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 you're right though, because like as they're doing all the like, I think the guys in the car were like the the WHO or CDC uh, equivalent um, so in this was. movie because well because it was they were it's set in Canada mm-hmm. so or and um, so I guess they're like the Canadian version but they were out traveling around going to different places to look for people or look for the affected or go to some meeting but like 
just before like the scene you're talking about with the mowing down that was like the the order was given to you know shoot on sight and it's like oh is that where we're going <laughs> no no it not was, that no, <laughs> the so extreme i know yeah, it was uh it. it was filmed in canada was it set in canada i don't I, yeah I, oh yeah no yeah the they were they were like outside of um they, they kept saying oh yeah, they kept Quebec, yeah like yeah. Quebec and Ottawa and stuff like I that. I feel like but... the, these people would have been way too nice. Canadians are way too nice to be, to kill these people. <laughs> not not in the seventies, man. Not in the seventies. Seventies <laughs> before the niceness hit. No, I, I I I did think that myself too. But you know, it was it was interesting to see. Like, oh hey, they're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> they like mowing down people. Yeah, they must be Texan. Uh, <laughs> um, he looked like one. <laughs> Um, so yeah, pretty much it starts happening everywhere, right? She starts to to kill people here and there. Uh, she picks someone up at at a, at a porno theater um, who thinks that she's she. The guy thinks he's picking her up, and she ends up picking him up to eat him. So. The tables were turned that night. Exactly. <laughs> Dinner and, and I, a movie. This Dinner was just Jeez, like the skeeziest you know, scene, I think, I mean, well, you know, just putting it into perspective a little <laughs> yeah. bit, but this guy just locks on the one female in the theater and like, I'm here to save you from those other men who try to bother you. And it's like, right. dude, you know, you're kind of that guy right now. You totally are that guy, but he's just sees himself as like, I'm going to get a couple hands of popcorn and probably a blow job <laughs> because I'm saving you. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, yeah, so weird, but whatever. It's I I kind of liked that part. I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> the skeeziest part well, you liked. That part made sense. To me. It, but it had that. But but to to flip back to like teeth, it had that reminiscence of like, oh hey, I'm preying on people who are skeezy, you know. Mm-hmm. So who are like, yeah. I'm I'm gonna go hit the lowest common denominator, and you know, this guy's yeah. hitting that mark. Yeah. <laughs> So we see. Yeah, they were. Yeah. I'm, go go sorry. ahead. Oh, I was just I was just going to mention that you know you did point out like all the dudes that tried to hit on her and that she you know ultimately ended up um, eating or uh, doing something, sucking them. their blood yeah. or doing something. Yeah. yeah. You know they were all kind of creepy dudes except for oh, the truck driver. Yeah. I feel like the truck driver was okay. You know he was he was trying to get her from point A to point B. Um, This also kind of points out the moment where you see that she, she wants to eat human food. And I think that's kind of what happened with the cow. Like she wanted to eat the cow. She threw up the blood. She wanted to eat that sandwich. She threw it up. And then I think she just realized after that, I have to eat human blood to survive. Yeah. Uh, So it is a tentacular to diet. (laughs) <laughs> um, but no, Becky makes a good point though. Like, yeah, all the all the dudes, all all but the truck driver. He was just like, "Hey, here's here, have a steak, it's just, it's just steak on a bun." <laughs> <laughs> just so nonchalant. I was like, "That does sound really good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was very sweet to her. He got out and like held back her hair. She was vomiting, yeah. you know. Nice guy kind of stuff. So, and I love his name was like Smooth Eddie or something. Like that. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! There I was, know he probably deserved this. Actually, like we don't know his whole story, but if his name was Smooth Eddie, he probably deserved to be 
I'm trying vampire to... penis killed. <laughs> <laughs> like I, they, when they're at the truck place. They're like, "Hey, where's Smooth Eddie?" <laughs> yeah, Smooth Eddie. <laughs> where's Smooth Eddie? Oh, he wasn't looking too good. Smooth Eddie always looks good. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! So that's what it costs to get nicknames for people like Cool David. Cool David. <laughs> cool, cool Davy. Cool Davy. <laughs> Um, so we hear, we see that Rose is, like I said, she, we don't, we're not really sure if she knows what's going on or not. Um, but she decides to go to her friend Mindy and, uh, try to hang out there to try to figure out what's going on. Um, while she's there, we see her struggling on the, in the bathroom floor as she's feeling, I guess, I don't know if it's like hunger pains or if she's just uh, suffering from whatever's inside of her moving around and growing or whatever it is. But you do see mm-hmm. she, she does not want to kill Mindy. Um, and Hart is um, is on his way trying to find her. He's frantically trying to trying to get with her to make sure that she's okay. Um, and that's pretty much his role in this movie. I think he I think he actually could have been absent from the movie and it would have just gone the same way in the same direction. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That I don't know how long he was in that car, but he <laughs> and his friend were in the car for such a long time. <laughs> so, going back to being topical, um, we start hearing the the on TV um, the broadcast saying the new strain of rabies is all over Montreal now. So it does say um, does say Montreal. So I do have that in my notes. Um, <laughs> and there's a new, um, I guess what is a vaccine against it that if you get it, you're going to get this, this nice little placard that you help to help to identify and make sure people don't kill you uh, by accident, thinking that you have rabies or whatever. Um, extreme martial law. That's what, that's what I feel like it's going to start going. <laughs> that's, to. It's, yeah. I, no, like all these newscasts and stuff like that, that were on the, on, on the movie. I'm listening to that as my grandma was like watching the news and everything is like verbatim. Like I'm like, what? Oh, no. <laughs> like, it would have been so in weird. Seattle, we don't want no, there's no gathering in Seattle. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, I was going to say, it's going to be weird if you like, you were watching this and, and like your grandma here overhears and she's like, what? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. It's very- yeah. Oh, we were talking about uh, horror movies at the shop last night and some guy was like, wait a minute. Cause like he didn't, he didn't catch that. We were talking about like, uh, we were talking about this and like um, bird box and other stuff like that. And like people, and this guy was like, wait, are these new symptoms of the virus? Oh, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. We're talking about something else, but how it, how, how it's emulating this current situation. So yeah, yeah. it's, it's very weird how everything kind of crosses over too real, dude. You picked a too real one. We <laughs> Martial law is declared in Montreal, which I kind of feel might be heading this way here. But um, in, in, I won't say it too loud because I don't want to get dinged, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's already happened. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had that one guy on the podcast, and like now we're all on a watch list, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was just right. thinking about him the other day. He's um, all like. <laughs> the, the serial killer president? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now we're all on a watch list. Now we're on the watch list. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, keep hearing the weird clicks in my phone <laughs> the national guard has been set up or i guess i don't know if it's called the national guard up there but they, they're set up now uh, to look for infected people and um there's this, these soldiers that are going into the city to help 
help get rid of uh, the bodies that are just turning up on the side of the road, I guess, uh, or the side of the of the, si- the city, you know, to to um, make sure that the bodies are just aren't just laying there. But how are they doing it, Saul? How are they? How are how are they driving into the city? In what kind of vehicles? Uh, I don't remember what it was. The big old, big old like trash can. Trucks. Yeah, big old trash can <laughs> trucks. <laughs> it's like just gonna just throw them back there. Oh, it's Ernest. Um, yeah. Oh <laughs> my just, gosh. <laughs> I go. I, I wasn't sure if they were just garbage trucks or what it was because they just throw them in the back and just like crush them or something. Yeah, it's garbage trucks. <laughs> um. We, we we got to the end already, right? There's nothing that that we're missing before we talk to how this ends. Uh, getting close to it. I mean, you talked about her meeting up with her friend who takes her in and is trying to take care of her and everything like that. And yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The um, the the other guy that he's riding around with gives gives Hart the car, mm-hmm. and he's going to check out on his family. Oh, that's right. This that, this yeah. guy is a is a dad apparently, right? Because he's the kid yeah. care of this baby. He's like super old. Yeah, actually, not to be ageist. Ageist is what, age. What is that word? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but, ageist. Yeah, go. Well, yeah. no, Joe Silver, the the actor, he was like probably like my age right now in the movie. What? And he looked eighty <laughs> years old in the movie. <laughs> He's just one of those dudes that just looked old. I mean, and he continued to play like in, in movies for like the next 20, plus, 30 years, you know? I mean, like he was, he and he's got a long list of like mm-hmm. great horror films, but uh, yeah, he's just old. And then like to, when, when his wife, when you see his wife, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he must be doing some hard, hard drugs or something. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's working out of a, 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 a um, uh, you know skin grafting and uh, and uh, plastic surgery place. They're making all that money he with the Colonel Sanders there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we go back to to Rose and Mindy. Mindy's actually watching the, the the report saying that there is a carrier that is immune and has been traced back to the same clinic that Rose was in. Um, and that's when Rose ends up eating or feeding on, on Mindy. So she does feed on women. Um, just not that one that we saw. She just decided to crack her back. Yeah. She told Mindy that she didn't want it to be her just out of like no context or anything. She's just like, I don't want it to be you. And Mindy's like, of course it's going to be me. I'm your best friend. Like she didn't, I mean, how is she supposed to know that yeah. what she meant was eating her, but also Mindy just, you could tell that she was paying attention to the news, but didn't put two and two together. Yeah. It's like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, Mindy, yeah. Mindy, she, she, she has a penis in your armpit from her armpit going into yours. <laughs> it, Girl, <laughs> your friend is weird right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> so heart does beware. Side side note to the, to the the actress that played Mindy. If you like uh, the sailor moon uh, cartoons, she was one of the voices. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and and the Care Bears, Beyblade, uh, a ton of a ton of animated stuff. So she made this movie, and then she just did voice acting for the rest of it. So I'm wondering if the whole time she's out on all these interviews, if she's going for voice acting gigs in the movie. <laughs> she's like, wish me luck. Wish me luck. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she played voices in X Men too. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's. She, like this movie has everybody in its own. 
everybody. Uh, Hart does eventually <laughs> find her in, in, in the apartment, but she's able to escape. Um, she hurts him, and then she's really scared that she killed him. Yeah, she throws him down the stairs. Yeah. And then, because um, when he calls her, when he finally is able to talk to her on the phone again, he's like, I was scared. And she did, but I still ran off. Of course, she's going to run off. I mean, if, but the thing is, I guess she was scared that she was going to kill him more than scared that he wasn't doing anything to her, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so she decides to make a do a her own experiment because she's a scientist too now. Um, oh, yeah. She, <laughs> she's, she's um, captured this random guy. Yeah. Um, she's gonna, she's, um, feasted on them, I guess, or I don't know what she yeah. did to it with them. Right? I'm guessing she feasted on them and she wants, she just wants to prove that she's not the one that's causing all the zombies, even though she, by this time, she's the, the one that knows that she already knows that she's the ones, well, what's going on with her armpit. She already knows this already. Right, right. Um, and while she's <laughs> sitting there talking to heart, the guy wakes up and eats her or bites her or does something or he kills her. Um, and just throws her on the side of the road, like. Like trash, and that's how it ends. It ends with uh, the the national guard coming back, coming up, picking her up, and just throwing her away. And just like going out there, done yeah. and done. Um, yeah, th- th- this movie is is a uh, it. It's weird. Like I like it. There's a lot of things that I wish I that would have been different. Um, mainly. Like I said before, it, it's one of those things that back in the day, I think the audience they didn't really um, ask for much of their horror movies. And nowadays, we we want a little bit more explanation or a little bit more, I go, I guess, logical thinking as as much as we can out of a horror movie. Uh, because mm-hmm. we have so much great movies, we want to make sure that the new ones make sense. I guess um, I'm not sure if I'm explaining mm-hmm. myself right. No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything, y'all? Anything that I missed? I think I think I, we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, it's. I think that you covered. You covered all of it. I mean, last yeah, impressions. <laughs> Got the the armpit, the, uh, the the all the creepy factor. <laughs> yeah. So Becky, what was your your um, lasting impression of this movie? Um, it's, you know, I, like I tried, like I said, I tried to not like it. I just had this, you know, going in that I wasn't going to like it It as a movie made in 1977. There's ketchup blood, basically. There's, (laughs) (laughs) there's so much that's not explained. Um, but I did like it. It, it, after the movie, I kind of processed it a little bit. It reminds me of, um, like a Ridley, that, Ridley Scott, whenever he did Alien, the the phallic, you know, um, member that that will kill a man. Mm-hmm. So there's that that rape innuendo kind of thing going on that men, mm-hmm. you know, can be raped and they can be killed. And but also, you know, the end part where this dead woman is just lying on the ground and like trash guys come up and just pick up this woman, put her in the trash compactor <laughs> and that's it is like, well, maybe, you know, you're probably thinking maybe, you know, a woman can't be a bad guy. She's a beautiful young woman. She's clearly a victim and she could not be this monster that caused everything. And they could have, they didn't know that. So they're still going along probably in this pandemic thinking, 
it's some man out there that caused this disease. Mm -hmm. And, you know, without even doing any type of, uh, you know, autopsy or or exam or anything like that. Right. Um, Just pick up and throw in the garbage. And compact her. That's like, her. you know, that's like my, one of my biggest, like, I don't know where the fear came from, but like, since I was a kid having the fear of like accidentally getting scooped into a garbage can and crushed, oh. I don't know where it came from, but then to watch that happen or just to know they're driving around with garbage trucks and throwing people in there. In yeah. there and then to see that happen at the end, I was like, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that it does say something about, old movies versus new movies is we do expect an explanation, but really we don't really need it. Like there's, Mm -hmm. there's nothing that I'm going to get out of this differently that had I had an explanation, like there's, there's a penis under her armpit. How are we, you know, how did that happen? Actually, it doesn't really matter. She just has it. I think nowadays (laughs) we start getting the explanation mainly because we're trying to, to set it up for sequels and maybe a possible, um, a series so they yeah. they do do that so that later on when the part two comes out like i don't get what's going on they, they've explained it what's going on they explained how to f- kill it or how to deal with it and now we have a series of films that are going to come out that will be able to not all the time do they actually pan out mm-hmm. but you know i think i yeah. feel like yeah. that's the, the, the reason um there is a 2019 remake like i said before um called rabid um, it stars Laura Vandervoort as Rose. Um, some people might know her from Haven, a sci-fi Haven, uh, which is also based mm-hmm. on a uh, Stephen King property, The Colorado Kid. Um, oh. She also played Kara Zorel, which is Supergirl in uh, Smallville, and mm-hmm. um, she actually she also appears in uh, Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark? I don't remember oh. from the, the from those um uh, those those properties, but um, the what is it called? The the directors or uh, of the remake are the Soska, Soska sisters, uh, uh-huh. and that was released just a couple of months ago in December thirteenth of twenty nineteen. So I still need to go ahead and, and go back and, and watch that one. Um, that difference in that one is that they're they're messing around with stem cells, um, and that's uh-huh. what causes the the whole thing. That's what starts it all off. Hmm. Interesting. Um. This film is, is kind of sort of related to to Shivers, uh, which is the the uh, movie that Cronenberg released right before this one. Um, so that's something that some people might want to watch. Um, even earlier version of of Cronenberg um, movies. So if you guys would yeah. want to watch that one, that, I would, we would recommend that one. Um, I believe you can find it on Amazon Prime, but that one it, you do have to to rent or or purchase for that for if you want to watch Shivers. Um, I don't know what else uh, to talk about the movie. I think we, we we've touched pretty much everything we can talk about this uh, here. Yeah, um, I think you just got to remember that uh, Potato Man loves Ketchup Man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> And and you know that that's that's at the end of the day that's all that really matters. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky, mm-hmm. um, you said you didn't want to like it, but you liked it. So what would you? Um, well, I guess let me let me try to think of what, what I'm trying to ask here. Um, would you recommend just a random person 
like just if someone said recommend me a horror movie would you recommend this movie not necessarily the first movie you recommend but would you recommend this movie (laughs) oh gosh yeah i think i probably would but i would be like look be ready (laughs) you can't you can't ask a lot of questions just go with it and uh and just look you know to me i'm just gonna look for that undertone of of what the you know what is i don't know if the director was trying to to portray something i mean definitely there's pandemic um panic going on Mm -hmm. Um, but then there's also this story of this woman who is, is a victim in her own way. She didn't ask for any of this, but she can't control it, you know? So I'm probably going to explain the whole movie to the person before they see it <laughs> so that I don't look like a crazy person who'd be like, this is a great movie. I'll watch like, it. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think that I would, I would probably, uh, tell my sister for sure to watch this movie. <laughs> would this yeah. story end up on the podcast, on your podcast? Would this, if I it mean, happened if in real it life. was a true, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> if we could get a hold of some bystander that, that saw this all happen and yeah, absolutely. This would be on the show. So you guys heard it. If you have a story that of you of yourself or a, your friend being a penis armpit monster <laughs> or attacked by or one. attacked by one let, yeah let let you know. Know one. yeah if yeah we're looking always looking for a good penis in the armpit true story <laughs> uh, you might want to rephrase that Probably, probably not the best description. It must have a stinger on it, and the penis must be coming out of your armpit. Oh, also, the orifice that your penis armpit comes out of must look like a butthole. (laughs) I was like, the first time you see that, I was like, what is that? What's going on? Yeah, what's crawling out of that? Oh my gosh! I like it. Well, the doctor. Did we even discuss this? The doctor didn't even seem one bit like alarmed. No. He's just like, let me just check your armpit. Okay. There's something moving in there. It's cool. <laughs> oh, hey, I've seen a report before. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally normal. Totally yeah. healthy. This happens all the time in experimental skin grafts that have never been done before. Except for now. You're in that 5%. <laughs> He just keeps lifting the sheets and going, ah, yes, the grass are coming along nicely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what he does. All right. Um, <laughs> I think it was, I think we had fun with this movie, even, even though it's not the greatest movie. I think we had fun with it. Um, I would recommend it. I would recommend it. Um, not as a masterpiece of, of a movie, but as, as a, as a, and I, I, I use this word, um, Ink with quotation as a fun romp, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. something just to get oh. your mind off off things. Yeah. Oh. Um, so, Definitely. But uh, yeah, um, you guys, do you guys have any other uh, things you guys want to talk about before we we wrap up this episode? Um, I just wanted to point out that you could totally see the camera a couple of times. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> the, in the in the like window shots or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, I think that that kind of. So I know that that obviously wasn't on purpose, but that kind of made me want to stay for it. 
just kind of the funny, you know, dark sense of humor that some of this had as well. I mean, the whole, and also, absolutely, Greg, uh, the tomato man loves potato man or however (laughs) it (laughs) That is a quotable line. Like whenever I was doing research, it was like the top line. It's so many, (laughs) well, there were so many weird, like, one-off lines or yes. or or situations that came out of this movie i'm like yeah you could totally watch this and and totally like look at it for serious stuff or just look at it for the random stuff that is actually kind of really funny like yeah. hey man you go you go take my car remember to lock the doors and roll up the windows i'm gonna go check on my family <laughs> and it's like and he just bounces on him yeah. like yeah i wonder that? i wonder if his like his, his uh, time right now and they're like uh how do we get rid of him now Oh yeah! Oh. <laughs> we only had him for a day of recording, and now he's gone. You got to use them all up in those shots. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, now I have a new reason to always wear my glasses. I don't want people to punch me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if that works out. Works out today now. Uh, only in Canada. You, 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 can, you can't discriminate because of a, a because of a, a, what's it called. Uh, an ailment or disability or anything like that you yeah. gotta be you gotta be equal so whether you have glasses or not yeah. you have to punch them yeah i just if anything comes of this i would just like letter kenny to do like a little little <laughs> nod to this movie oh geez <laughs> <laughs> which i mean i'm always wearing shades so <laughs> the shades count as glasses yes yeah well, he's wearing yeah, he's yeah. that's what he's wearing yeah. yeah so i'm always wearing shades so that's fine um, <laughs> you're safe. Yeah. <laughs> totally safe. All right. Um, any ideas or any, um, I guess, recommendations for next time? More, more fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we need to keep ourselves busy if we're all going to be uh, like hanging out. Oh, we're going to be quarantined. Yeah, they closed stuff. everything down. Yeah, so I mean, I have a lot of pretend. Greg and Greg yeah. and, uh, and David are quarantined. Yeah, oh, I'm so, so sorry, I mean, you guys. Like, I mean, my wife. We can't even see each other right now. Yeah, no, <sighs> like they're they're literally the 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 literal talks are like you know um you know putting out things so that you don't travel unless you're like going to medical or for food. Mm-hmm. So that's uh that that's that's the the reality that we might be facing in a week or so. So we're closing down the store and uh, a bunch of stuff um, in the next couple of days just to you know just out of you know responsibility and uh and just being prepared for the you know the worst so go stock up on your stuff just leave toilet paper for everybody all right people yeah yeah the coronavirus does not cause diarrhea (laughs) (laughs) and if you stock up on too much soap and and sanitizers and stuff like that you're not leaving the stuff for the people who need it because you're going to end up getting it from the people that don't have it yeah (laughs) well with that PSA out, out of the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it, oh, it's topical. Um, and that's what we, this, this, this podcast is about. It's about topics. <laughs> True. Topic. <laughs> um, Lindsay. Lindsay, I called you Lindsay again. Um, it's all right. Oh my, God. my mom does it all the time. <laughs> Lindsay's here? Wow, I thought she was in Odessa. <laughs> she's, uh, yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, she's uh, getting that oil. Um, yeah, she's making the money. Yeah, <laughs> Becky. <laughs> um, when does your next episode come out? 
Uh, the next episode actually comes out on uh, this Sunday. Oh, thank you. Oh, crap, I got to hurry up. Tomorrow. Then. I got to hurry up then and get this one done. <laughs> this is going to go out like an hour after we talk, right? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah, so Sunday the 15th, um, but we come out once a week, every Sunday, typically, sometimes Saturday, but usually Sunday. And what's the best way yeah. to follow you all? Um, you know, probably Instagram. We have a Facebook page. We're terrible at uh, social media. So if you want to uh, to get in touch with us, if you have a strange story that you'd like to tell, we take anything, any paranormal experience, um, you know, Bigfoot, ghosts, you know, paranormal. Um, and then also funny drug stories, if you have anything like that. Just uh, <laughs> We don't get as many of those. I think people are afraid to tell those. But um, our uh, email address is I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us there. You can get in touch with us on any social media site. It might be a while before we get back to you because, once again, we're terrible at it. So, yeah. <laughs> I still have some strange stories <laughs> that I need to get in there and, and tell you about. Yeah, I'd love that. No more Bigfoot um, killing my dog, eating chickens, and blaming the yeah, dog. Yeah, no more. Yeah, no. We're done with yeah, that. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> I might have other, other fun fun stories that you don't get very often. Not from me, but from other people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I want to go ahead and thank everybody for joining us here on, on Nerds from the Crypt. Um, if you guys haven't followed us on on Facebook, go ahead and do that. You get a lot of quality memes from Greg himself. What? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, I concur, sir. <laughs> I, try, I try to do my best. You know, I, I just I hunt them early in the morning. Uh, I, I wake up. I set traps and stuff like that. Those memes are tough. They're yeah. they're sneaky, and uh, you know. So I do it for you, the listeners, the viewers, uh, those who I mean, like view the page and stuff like that. So um, it's all for you. Yep. My my heart. You can also find us on. I thought it was for me, and now I'm offended. <laughs> I, David, I send you your own personal ones. So usually... This is true. I can get to care. <laughs> and then we even share some that were like maybe that one should be shared. <laughs> yeah, this uh, that, that's that's just too too harsh. Yeah. Uh, we can also find us on Twitter at NerdsFTC and on Instagram with the same same at NerdsFTC um, call out there. Um, so remember to go ahead and subscribe leave us a message. Let us know what movie you think we should watch. And um, we'll let you know when those new t-shirts are up. Oh, we'll see you guys next oh. time. Nice. They're going to be sick. It's your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrill by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt Podcast.